Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that escalated quickly. Over the last week or so, I've been following the war news, I guess is the best way to say, predominantly around the UK and NATO. And I did not expect this acceleration that's just occurred in the last week. I've got to show you these articles that have come out because I don't... I think if I don't show you them, you won't believe what is being talked about. And even today, before my video comes out here, there's going to be another speech. Unfortunately, I couldn't wait for the speech to come out because I wouldn't have time to edit the video and get it out. But I've got to show you this. Let's go straight to this shared screen here. Just last night in the UK, The Telegraph reported the public face a call up. Yes, this is a military call up if we go to war, uh, the military chiefs warn. The general says the army is too small and the government needs to mobilize the nation in the event of conflict with Russia. Yes, this is a legitimate article. This is actually what is being talked about. I'm then going to go on to what has just been announced as well, the deployment of 20,000 British troops. Yes, th this is crazy. I warn you in advance, this is a wild video that we're going to be talking about. So if you get scared easily, this may not be the video for you. The article leads then, the British public will, okay, keyword not not might, not maybe, oh, we, 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 you know, it's a possibility. No, it says the British public will be called up to fight if the UK goes to war because the military is too small. This is what the head of the army is to warn. General Sir Patrick Sanders will stress the need for the government to mobilize the nation in the event of war with Russia in a speech, which is today. By the time this video comes out, the speech will have already come out. The British army has been reduced to its smallest size for centuries, and he has been very critical of the troop cuts. And look here, key word, he's warning that British men and women will be prepared for a call-up if NATO goes to war with Putin. It comes after a senior NATO military official warns that private citizens should prepare for an all-out, look at this, key words, all-out war with Russia in the next 20 years, which would require wholesale change in their lives. Admiral Rob Bauer said that nations need to be prepared to find more people if it comes to war and to consider mobilization, reservists, or conscription, it says here. So the whole premise of this is that people should have a shift in their mindset now and prepare for war in the future. And perhaps tomorrow we'll talk about the doomsday clock and all these predictions and what's happening with the Red Sea and Israel and everything else that's going on and Ukraine. It's all culminating in what we've been talking about for a few years here, which is massive conflict. In 2022, General Sir Patrick used a speech to warn that the UK was facing its 1937 moment. Now, if you remember, I actually covered that last year live, and I talked about Operation Mobilize, which baffled me that so many people said, there's no such thing as Operation Mobilize, Neil's just trying to scaremonger, he's making it up and all this, and I was thinking, how on earth can people be that naive when it's plastered all over the media? Operation Mobilize. Look into it if you don't believe this exists. This is the mobilization of the army, uh, regulars, then the reservists, then the civilian populace. 
that is what Operation Mobilize is. It is mobilizing civilians to fight in a war. The article then talks about the armed forces' depleted strength in the UK region here. Although the percentage, you know, when they say depleted, you might think, oh, 90%. No, it's uh, across the Royal Navy, Royal Marines, 3.77%. Across the, uh, the Army, it's 4%, and the RAF, just over 4% here. So Putin is on the front foot. This is what he said. Putin is on the front foot in Ukraine and has tripled Russia's military expenditure while NATO is struggling to replenish weapon stocks it's given to Kiev. Now, here's the question, the obvious question that I've got right away. If the whole of NATO can't replenish one country fighting against Russia right now, how on earth are they going to replenish um, dozens of countries across NATO, which is what they're talking about, an all-out war? They're going to have to ramp up all the military factories and weapon factories and everything else here. And then they, they go on to talk about defense fears if Trump wins, which I've said many times, I don't mind saying again, I am almost certain that Trump is going to win this November 2024 election. However, I don't see it the same way a lot of these media outlets see it. And, and they're talking about how this is going to be WW3 if Trump wins, because he's either going to push the nuclear button or he's going to pull all the funds out and, you know, all this other stuff that they've been saying. I, I just don't see that at all. I don't think he's that stupid that he would do either of those things. And if anything, I think a lot of these countries that are warring at the moment are fearful of Trump because they know he's unpredictable. So I, I just don't see it the way all these media outlets see it, that, you know, it's going to be the end of the world if, if Trump wins, which, I, again, I do think he will win this year. And also yesterday, Grant Shapps, who is the defense secretary for the UK, met with the Ukraine defense contract group where he urged others to join the UK in increasing their aid. This year, the UK plans to raise its military aid to Ukraine to £2.5 billion. Pounds. This is at the same time as cutting spending to uh, important services across UK councils. This is at the same time that the waiting list for housing is at an all-time high, that food bank usage is at an all-time high, where energy costs and energy poverty is at an all-time high, where you've actually got ex-servicemen and women sleeping on the streets. That is also at an all-time high. It's pretty baffling, so I can understand why a lot of UK citizens are upset about all of these announcements at the moment. The article goes on to say a lot more, but I'm, I just want to pull out some key things here. Earlier this month, The Telegraph revealed that the Navy has so few sailors it will have to decommission two warships to staff its new class of frigates. Uh, they're really struggling for recruitment at the moment. You go back a decade here and Capita was awarded a 10-year contract by the MOD to work on its recruitment. In 2020, this was extended by two years, so through to 2024, which is now. Uh, this year, having been given the task of recruiting just under 10,000 personnel here, 9,813, Capita admitted so far it only recruited 5,000. So there's a job if you're in advertising or recruitment here. All you have to do is better than, what, 50% and uh, you're in with a chance. Another thing that was quite surprising this week was Grant Shapps, again the Defence Secretary, is warning that the UK should prepare for further war wars involving China, 
Russia, Iran, and North Korea. All nuclear countries, may I just add. So let's talk about what has just been announced. Well, actually, it was announced last week, but it's, it's about to take place next week. It hasn't really got any media coverage at all, but Britain is deploying 20,000 troops across Europe to deter Russia. This is happening right now, and this is a, a culmination of around 70,000 troops across NATO. So here's the details here. This is an exercise of the UK's armed forces joining thousands of personnel from 31 NATO allies and Sweden operating across multiple countries coinciding with the NATO's alliance 75th year. And of course, Shaps gave a speech on this where he really put it to Russia, as it were, and Russia did not respond well at all to the uh, threats that um, some of the NATO and, and Shaps made to Russia with this big exercise that they are doing. So this is what Shaps has said then. He talks about uh, you know Russia, of course, here. But then he says, this is why today I announced that the UK will be sending some 20,000 personnel to lead one of NATO's largest deployments since the end of the Cold War. Exercise steadfast defender. So again, it's in black and white here for all the people that say, oh, there's no such thing. And, you know, this isn't happening. I don't know why there's this, you know, weird cognitive dissonance that keeps coming up around this. But uh, yes, this is real. It will see our military joining forces with counterparts from 30 NATO countries plus Sweden providing vital reassurance against the Putin menace is what he is saying here. Our carrier strike group will be out in full force with our magnificent flagship HMS Queen Elizabeth leading the way and flying from her decks will be the fifth generation F-35 Lightning Jets which are these things here by the way. Accompanied by frigates, destroyers, helicopters, we'll also have a submarine patrolling the depths and one of our Poseidon P-8 aircraft conducting surveillance from the skies above. And more than 400 of our brilliant Royal Marines will be training in the Arctic Circle, contending with some of the toughest environments anywhere on the planet. On land, we'll be deploying over 16,000 soldiers led by our 7th Light Mechanized Brigade Combat Team, which superbly led our recent response in Kosovo, all of which makes this our largest deployment of land forces to NATO for 40 years. And then there's a big breakdown of all of what is uh, being deployed here then. Grant Shapps was with uh, Laura Koonsberg earlier this week as well, where she interviewed him. And he's basically said the UK needs to be prepared for war. Drop a comment below on your thoughts on everything I've said so far. Here is the Daily Mail then. Brits face a call-up if we go to war with Russia. And they've even got all these infographics that shows you, you know, how NATO can prepare for a war with Russia. You know, it's all lining up now. It shows the uh, how this would all play out. And you've got Iran and North Korea. And I'm surprised they haven't put China on here. But uh, no doubt that will come later as well. So, of course, Russia responded to this and they are not happy at all about these threats. So the Admiral Rob Bauer, the chair of the NATO military committee, he doubled down. Yes, he doubled down on the threat to Russia. And he urged both civilians and governments to prepare for conflict and potential conscription. And by the way, the introduction of conscription, were it to happen, 
would be the first time in over 60 years that Britons would be required, not a, you know an option, would be required to fight. And again, there's a lot of these videos if you want to um, watch more of this and, and, and actually see everything that's being said. You can go on to some of these sites that I'm showing you here. But it doesn't look like de-escalation as I keep mentioning. But the Russian Foreign Affairs Minister is, uh, of course, he's saying that the West is threatening them. They're just doing their thing in Ukraine, trying to restore order, etc. You know, the, the sort of line that's going on here. And he's claiming that NATO is the one threatening them and now doing this big exercise up to their border and uh, that they're not doing anything in, in response, etc. Again, I'd love to see uh, comments below on your thoughts on all of this. This was interesting then when Sunak went to visit uh, Zelensky. I didn't see any coverage on this speech either in, in terms of specifically what he says here. So I want to play this from, it's about 107 onwards, and you can find this on the independent.co.uk website, this short video clip, because I couldn't find it anywhere else. Ukraine is not alone, and Ukraine will never be alone. Putin might think that he can outlast us, but he is wrong. We stand with you today, tomorrow, and for as long as it takes. And I'm proud that today President Zelensky and I have signed a new security agreement that will form the core of a partnership between our two countries that will last a hundred years or more. Very, very interesting. So they've signed a new security pact. And he's saying that well, they'll support Ukraine as long as it takes and that this new pact it will last a hundred years or more. So be in no doubt, we are not walking away. Ours is the unbreakable alliance, the Nizlamni alliance. And this is another thing you might not be aware of, is that this NATO exercise does have US troops on it. So they're going to be operating very close to Russia. So US troops are going to be exercising very uh, close to Russia. So if this doesn't send a sort of message, I don't know what will. Can you imagine Russian troops doing exercises in Mexico or right near the near the US border or something like that? It, uh, it would just be wild. So that is you up to date then on this ongoing conflict. It is worrying. I, I really do think it is worrying the way things are going right now. And then with this big NATO exercise, not just that, we've got everything happening with Iran, with the Red Sea, with um, all the conflict with Israel, uh, Gaza. We've got, there's so much going on right now. It is quite worrying. So thank you so much for watching and being a subscriber here. Take care. God bless. I will see you tomorrow.